listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Good afternoon and welcome. Thank you. I greet you with the greeting of St. Francis. May the Lord give you peace. You knew I was going to say that, right? <laughs> Boy, you picked a beautiful day to visit Our Lady Shrine. It's so beautiful. And um, there is some seating in the front here, if anybody. So my friends, the, the readings here, once again, complement each other so well. And it's a little intense. The first reading from the prophet Malachi, the Lord is calling out and correcting the shepherds. You priests who don't listen or pray. It was like when I was reading that, I was like, okay. All the priests this Sunday, it's like, I could see all of you judging me with your eyes as I read <laughs> looking over at the priest. Are you listening to this? You know, like, yes, yes. But then that's okay. We get to the gospel and, and we all get the correction from the Lord. So it, there's uh, an interesting thing that connects the two, which I want to share with you. But to share that, I want to tell a few stories, okay? We're just coming off of a very strange time. It's the time of Halloween, right? All Hallows Eve. If you're Catholic, All Hallows Eve, the Eve before All Saints Day, and then All Saints and All Souls, these two days are so interesting. Um, we think of purgatory. You know, the first week of November, the church offers uh, indulgences for those who go and pray at a cemetery, remembering those who, who are deceased. So you're doing it now. We've got a little cemetery just on the hill over here where the, the founders of the shrine are buried there and some of the family members. And so there's a theme of death. And it's even in our hemisphere, it's autumn, right? So even nature appears to be dying. It's kind of an intense and interesting time. And um, I've been really surprised to see this year how much enthusiasm people have for decorating for Halloween. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's like all sorts of skeletons everywhere and graveyards. And it's like, wow, okay. Um, I guess if you go with the devil, you just get your skeleton. But if you go with Jesus, you get everything, right? Your body and your soul. Okay. Um, so there's a the theme of death. And, and you do wonder... Um, with obviously the terrible things in the news and the, the areas of difficulty where people are dying, and you think of the popularity of decorating for Halloween and you know the Day of the Dead, and some of it's a little morose or macabre, you know, ghouls and ghosts and skeletons, and and um, you can't help but wonder if there's a little Thanatos syndrome happening there. Do you know that? It's from the Greek Thanatos to die. It's got a little bit of a fear of death that we all have. Okay? We know it's going to happen, but we're just not 100% sure, like, well, what, what's going to happen, <laughs> you know? So we're curious about this topic, huh? What's going to happen? And you know, it's just this last week, there was a new movie that's in the theaters. It's a documentary on near-death experiences. Did any of you see that after death? I know some of my friends in the back. Okay, so I've been hearing a lot of people talk about it. And then if you're a follower of the app Hallow, which is the number one Catholic app on the dumb phones, you know, um, they have a series with this Jesuit, uh, Father Spitzer, who's also a scientist. He's giving a Catholic perspective on near-death experiences. And it's like, wow, the timing of that is just, it feels like it's all coming together. And it's so interesting. So evidently, there are a lot of people who have been medically uh, verified deceased and then they come back. You know, if they get hit with the electric paddles or whatever, if you've had a heart attack, I don't know. 
And uh, so different scientists and people have been studying these accounts. Evidently, there's a lot of them. And so it's so interesting to hear like what people have been saying who, you know, maybe had the gift of coming back. It wasn't their time yet. And, um, and so, so often in these stories, even if they're not Christian, it's Jesus that they meet. They meet Jesus and they talk about that experience, which is really something, you know. Um, and what they share really reminds me a lot of a detail from what the children in Fatima experienced. There's a, a story when Mother Mary came and she came on the light and then she lifts her hands and the children, Lucia, Jacinta, Francisco, have an experience of the light who is God. And then they, they talk about this incredible encounter with a being, a God who is 100% just pure love and goodness and truth. And in that light, they see themselves also. She says, better than any mirror that we have here on earth that lets you see your body, the, the light of God, you see the fullness of yourself, including your soul. And um, I wonder, with some of the stories of the uh, people who've had that encounter and then have been sent back, they talk about how the fullness of the truth is there. And it's like, um, on the one hand, the experience of meeting God is so incredibly beautiful and more amazing than anything we can imagine. This being this full and total love and acceptance and purity and holiness. And yet also they talk about seeing themselves, being aware of the truth of who we are, which includes the choices we've made. And so what, what people had said was that so often you are just so incredibly aware of your own selfishness and your sins now, obviously, God's love and God's mercy are there. But for the people who are damned in hell, it's like they run. They meet God and they run. It's kind of like Adam and Eve, right? They hear the sound of God coming and they run and hide. That um, some people giving themselves over to sin and um, maybe dying in the state of sin, and they come close to this being who is such a pure love and goodness and truth that they just they run. And it really, uh, according to many of them, Jesus had said how much it wounds his own heart, you know, and he'd said that to many saints as well, St. Um, Faustina, the divine mercy saint. And so what we learn in these experiences, really, it's nothing new. It's really just a confirmation of what we already knew because of our faith, what we see in the Bible, what we see in the teachings of Jesus, and what we hear in the catechism, the teachings of the church. Nobody said it better than St. John of the Cross, where he said, in the evening of life, we will be judged on love. In the evening of life, we will be judged on love because God is love. And when you meet him and when you're in his presence, there's just this radiation of love. And again, it's so incredibly beautiful. People say they didn't want to come back. Like, please let me stay, <laughs> you know? And yet that, that also brings to light everything that's in you that's not love. And my suspicion is that's really where purgatory comes in you know, where we have to be purified of anything that's selfish. And my friends, that's exactly what's happening in these readings this weekend. You know, the correction of the priests in the first reading and Jesus's words to the Pharisees, he's calling out a deep-seated selfishness. It is possible to be a devout religious person getting to church and yet still to be incredibly selfish. These guys were very religious, but their hearts were far away from God. They weren't doing the, the, their religion and their practices. They weren't motivated by love. Rather, they were motivated by selfishness. And so, my friends, we, we thank the Lord. You know, we get this message on the readings this weekend. 
we hear the witness of people who've had that encounter with the light of God, and they, they come back to tell us what it is to encourage us. If you're here today, it means that you're still alive, okay? If you're hearing my voice, hello, over Facebook or wherever you are, today is the day. You know, we, we can allow these, this message to refocus our hearts in any ways that we've been given over to distractions and we've lost our focus. Like, why are we really here? We're here to live lives of love and to be an instrument of God's love to other people. Full stop. That's the only reason why we're here. And that's the only thing that's going to matter. I often think, you know, somebody like myself, I wasn't a churchgoer when I was younger. And I can't tell you how many hours I gave over to like sports. I would never miss a football game, especially my beloved Steelers. Okay. <laughs> but I, you know, I didn't really go to church or whatever. And just later on having a conversion, I just felt so foolish, you know, like when I die and I come before God, you know, and it's going to be clear, like what choices did you make? How did you live your life? Did you strive? to have a deep, close relationship with God? Or did you kind of ignore him or keep him at an arm's distance? We all do that. But this message comes to us as a message of hope to come close. Whatever time is still left for each one of us, let's make good use of that time to live our faith, to live in the light of God's love and to be instruments of his grace for other people. We're living in a very dark and difficult time and more now than ever before. Our family members, our neighbors, our friends, our acquaintances, they need to meet Jesus, and Jesus wants to meet them through us. That's why at the end of the Mass, you get a blessing and you get a commission. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Go, glorifying the Lord by your life. The Mass has ended. Go in peace. There's a, a missioning that's there. And so this day, let us give thanks to the Lord that He is good. He is pure goodness, pure love, pure light. And he's inviting us to live in that light so that when our hour comes, we won't be afraid and run the other way, but rather we'll run into the arms of our loving Father who waits to welcome us home. Amen. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, The Renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.